0: All right, well, I have no stand for my notes, so that should scare you right there. So we'll just see how that goes. All right, our scripture today comes out of the Gospel of Matthew, uh, chapter 8. We are continuing in our series, Where is God When? And today is, Where is God When We Are Afraid? Oh, that's all right. They would fly away anyway. Thank you, though. Okay, so our scripture comes out of the gospel of Matthew chapter 8, beginning in verse 23. Then he got into the boat, and his disciples followed him. Suddenly, furious, a furious storm came up on the lake, and the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up, saying, "'Lord, save us. We're going to drown.'" He replied, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, What kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. Dear Lord, I pray that you would guide the words of my mouth, mouth, the meditations of my heart, that each person here today and those that are uh, watching online would receive the message that you have for us today. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. A clip. Why are you guys so worried that I put my notes up? Every, see, everybody's trying to get my notes back. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You don't. Know, no, that's good. All right. Well, see, now I'm going to do it just to be honor. All right. So in this uh, in this chapter, if you look at the bigger chapter, it's a, it's a chapter about faith. Um, he heals some people. Um, a centurion had great faith. He said, "Sir, he, I'm I'm just a servant. If you just say the word, he will be healed." And so we, the whole chapter, if you look at it, it is about faith. And in the middle of this chapter about faith, we have this story about the disciples who are afraid. A storm has come up, and, and apparently it was a violent storm, and, and they were afraid that they were going to be swamped and, and that they might die. And so when we look at this chapter about faith, And then this middle piece about being afraid, I think there is um, something, some connection there that we need to be aware of. See, they knew something about Jesus. They, they're still in their, their phasey stage, right? They, they know that there's something special about Jesus. They've chose to left, leave everything and follow him. And so they know there's something special about Jesus, but they don't know uh, everything. They don't know the picture yet. And so they're following him, and he's in the boat with them. Now, this is early on, so we don't know how many talks they've had about him being the Messiah, the Son of God. Um, but we know that John has baptized them. And so they have Jesus in the boat with them. For us, we can look at it and say, he is the son of God. He is the Messiah. He is God himself incarnate in this world. They have Jesus in the boat with them, and yet they're still afraid. That's curious to me. But I also think that, well, let me ask you this. Do you all ever get afraid? Yeah, okay. It's not, it's not ghosts so much anymore, right? What, what, what are you afraid of today? Who, who wants to participate? What do you get afraid of today? Oh, I, I was getting ready to say speaking in public, right? That is a big fear, rejection. Anybody ever be a, uh, afraid of finances? Job? Kids? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, we have a lot of things that we're afraid of. I'll tell you, I'm, I, I confess, I am very faithful and obedient. God says, go into ministry. I said, who? Me, Lord? And I said, okay, go, go here, go here. And Lord, it tells me to go, and I go. So I'm faithful, but I have to admit, I'm also kind of a type A, and and it doesn't always come out, but it, but I want to fix things, and I want to get them fixed, and I want to know how I'm going to fix it, and I want to have a plan, and God, I'll go, but tell me what's going to go on. And so I can be stressed. In stress, anxiety, that's a form of fear, Right? We might not call it fear anymore, but we have stress and we have anxiety over things in this world. And so we still get afraid. But I gave, we worked, we had a couple people go on a men's walk this week, and I gave a talk about sanctification. And the Lord was really speaking to me about things. And and, um, just so, just as a reminder, sanctification is that process of becoming who God has declared us in Jesus Christ. That's justification. So when we put our faith in Jesus Christ, even though we're not righteous, God sees Christ's righteousness. Even though we're not faithful, God sees Christ's faithfulness. And so that's what we call being justified. Even though we don't deserve it, we get right with God. And sanctification is living the rest of our life growing into that person we were declared that day. So that's justification and sanctification. In some people's path on sanctification growing in the image of Christ, we could put it that way, is sometimes it's more smooth than others. Right? And I think some of it has to do with disposition personality. Some of it has to do with faith. When we talk about faith, because I think, yeah, you know, probably more recently than I would like to admit, the Lord speaks to me sometimes. Usually more at like three or four in the morning, right? I wake up and I'm laying there, and I get some clear messages. A lot of times, I'll get uh, the messages that I'm going to preach on Sunday. But it was at a very stressful time. And I woke up, and I was having trouble going back to sleep, and I didn't hear it audibly, but I heard it clearly, saw it clearly in my head. It was very uh, distinct, and Jesus said to me, Jim, you believe in me, but you don't trust me, and I thought about that for a while, saying, now, how, how does that happen? You believe in me, then you don't trust me. And, and I thought about it more and more. I thought, yeah, if I trusted him, the more I trust him, the less fear and anxiety. I don't have, the more I trust him, I don't know how, have to know how it's going to uh, come out or which direction I'm going to go. If we trust him completely, scripture says perfect love drives out fear. And if we believe in Christ's perfect love and we believe in Christ's promises, he said, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Trust me. And so I think maybe that's what ultimately sanctification is, that we grow in our trust in God. Over the years, we have experiences and we have uh, failures and backslide and struggles. And through it all, if we continue to turn to Jesus, we begin to trust and trust him more. I mean, look at the disciples of Acts. We talk about this. Uh, What is the disciples in the Gospels were confused they thought this was some worldly kingdom. And Mark chapter 10, they're, they're, they're vying for a second position when Jesus takes over. And Jesus says, you're missing the point. I've come to serve and not be served, to give my life. And if you want to be great in my kingdom, then you have to wash other people's feet. You have to be a servant. And so you're missing the point. And so over time, we begin to grow in our trust in God, trust in Christ. And that's where we find our peace. That's where we find our comfort. But the disciples in in, as I was saying, as the disciples in the gospels, they're the ones in the boat. Have Jesus in the boat and still afraid and and they're very confused and they scatter. Because they they believe in Jesus, and in chapter 6 of John, they're following Jesus, but he starts saying, he says some weird stuff sometimes. In in chapter 6 in John, he starts talking very early on in the book of John about eating his flesh and drinking his blood, and it says, and many disciples left, understandably, Right? And he turns to his uh, close disciples and he, Peter, and he says, are you going to leave too? And I see Peter going, I don't know what you're talking about here. It is kind of freaking me out, but you're the Messiah. Well, where else am I going to go? So he believed in him, but the, the disciples of the gospels haven't yet trusted in him completely. They scattered. They were in fear. They were confused, and then two things happened. We've talked about this. Two things happened that changed the disciples in the Gospels to the disciples that were in Acts. One, they experienced the resurrected Lord. There was no question in their mind that Jesus was raised from the dead. They saw him. They touched with touched him. They ate with him. They knew beyond a shadow of a doubt. And then they received the power of the Holy Spirit. And those two things made all the difference. They received the power of God, and Jesus was so adamant, because he didn't want them doing it on their own. He said, you go and you wait. Don't do anything, if we believe in the Trinity. Don't do anything until I get there in the form of the Holy Spirit. But they trusted completely. Uh, They all went to their deaths. For the sake of the gospel, for the sake of Jesus Christ, the same scared disciples in the boat, the ones that scattered at the crucifixion, they all boldly went to their deaths for Jesus Christ because they knew beyond a shadow of a doubt. Now, we might not have seen the physical Jesus. He's... Ascending and at the right hand of God the Father, but we can experience Christ in our hearts. Mm -hmm. In our tradition, John Wesley says, my heart was strangely warmed. John Wesley was really a man that tried to live religion by the law the first part of his life. And then he began to experience the faith of the Moravians. And he went through this change. Charles went through it first. He had this thing, uh, this experience. And then John Wesley had that experience at Alter's Gate where his heart was strangely warmed. And he knew deep in his spirit that he was saved by grace. And so... There, what happens when you have that kind of experience? You begin to trust God more, and so a lot of our fears, a lot of our, or maybe maybe I shouldn't speak for you, a lot of my fears, a lot of my anxieties, a lot of my stress comes in times where I'm not putting my full faith and trust in God. And I think our sanctification is that we grow in our trust for God to a point that even death itself doesn't phase us. I'm sure it's okay to be scared or a little nervous. We're going to the unknown. But I can testify to as many of you know, uh, we had a funeral for my mom's husband, my stepdad, yesterday. And he was a Christian that had that trust in God. Uh, he, was, he wasn't the, your, your fish on the back of your car type Christian. I mean, he wasn't out there, but he had a firm faith in God, and he trusted in him. And, then, and the, when he found out he had cancer and uh, he was going to die and he gave him the options and one was struggling and for just a little more time in this life, with um uh hardships and illness and sickness and we it might have bought him a little more time. He said, no. And you could tell I didn't know a lot about his faith before, but I knew a lot about it after watching him this last month. He trusted in God completely. He's I know, I know where I'm going. I've worked it out with God. And just to buy a few more moments on this earth that aren't going to be very good, I'd rather just let God take care of it. And so we watched him and saw his trust in God. And the peace that he had with his decision was a peace that passes the understanding of this world. And it was a witness to his faith and to the glory of God. So we need to trust God, even when it's hard, especially when it's hardest, to put our faith in God. And God honored his trust. He didn't want to go into the hospital. He didn't want tubes and wires, and he didn't want to be in pain, and he wanted to uh, move on, pass on at home. And last week, he did at two in the morning, and we were there, and it was just... a easy peaceful passing exactly like what he prayed for he prayed for it he trusted god and god delivered it and it was beautiful there's never been a time when i'm with a christian that has faith in christ that a bedside that i've been by my dad a lot of people in churches i've never been more sure of the presence of god than in those moments and it comes because they've trusted God with all their heart, with all their mind, with all their soul. And so I pray that this message will spark in you to ask yourself, "Yeah, I, I believe in God, but knowing that or knowing who Jesus is doesn't isn't just all there is." If you read on to the next story in the in the Gospel of Mark, chapter eight. He runs into two demons. Even the demons said, hey, son of God, don't torture us. So they knew who he was. And believing in in Christ might buy us or or get us justified and get us right and reconciled with God. But learning to trust God with all our heart, mind, and soul is where we will find peace and comfort in the here and now no matter what's going on on the outside because it's not of this world. That's where we get fooled a little bit because we all, in this church, in this community, we all have it pretty good compared to 95% of the rest of the world. And so we can trust in ourselves. We can trust in our jobs. We can trust in our materials. We can trust in others. And so we have it pretty good. And so when something comes against us, a diagnosis of cancer or a death in the family or a pandemic or financial troubles, or it can, that when the storms of this life come, we can get rattled because we've been trusting in ourselves or others or things and not God. And when they come, when the storms of this world come at us, we forget Jesus is in the boat. He's with us. We just weren't paying, like the disciples, they weren't paying any attention to him because he was sleeping and things were going fine. When things got a little hairy, he's like, hey, where are you, Jesus? And he said, ye of little faith. So when something comes, and don't Wait until something comes against you. Work on trusting Jesus more right now in the good times, on the mountaintop. If you trust him on the mountaintop, you'll definitely trust him in the valleys. Don't wait for the valleys. Don't wait for the storms. Don't wait for the wind to kick up. Tell him, I want to trust you more. And I think that's growing in the image of Christ. That's what sanctification truly is. Trusting God more and more. And remembering when we're afraid that Jesus is in the boat. The Son of God is with us. The Messiah, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He's in our boat. He's with us. We don't need to be afraid. Only trust him. Let us pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for your grace and for your mercy. I thank you for your love. Lord, I ask your patience as we grow and continue to try to put more and more trust in you, not in the things of this world, not in others, not in ourselves, but in you at all times and all things, that we might be your people, that when the storms come in our lives, we can be a witness to your grace and mercy and the peace that comes through a relationship with you. So, Lord, help us to trust in your promises more and more each day. In Jesus' name, amen.